The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. On this episode of the Braves Country podcast, Scott and I welcome a lifelong Atlanta Braves fan who also happens to be one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Derek Trucks is from Jacksonville, Florida, and was raised on our Southern traditions, family, Braves baseball, and Almond Brothers-influenced Southern music. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com save. That's worthybonds.com save. And save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. We welcome Derek Trucks to the Braves Country Podcast on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. It's Tug and Scott Munn. Derek, we were just discussing Southern music altogether. We just came off a uh, show recently with the Black Crows and Driving and Crying, which we are huge fans of both. That's fun. That's super, The Crows super. are uh, they're a great band to tour with. Have you toured with them before, Derek? Yeah, that's kind of what kicked off this idea to do this Wheels of Soul tour with multiple bands. We did a we did a summer tour with a band called London Souls and us and the Black Crows, and we had such a blast just hanging with those guys that uh, we kind of made it an annual event to tour with bands that we enjoy <laughs> hanging with. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of a thing. My wife grew up in upstate New York, and I'm from Dalton, Georgia, so she didn't she knew the Crows, she knew the hits, right? Yeah. And And then when we went to see the show, I prepped her a little bit. And we went back and listened to a whole bunch of Morica and, you know, obviously Shake Your Moneymaker. Let's do some homework. Yeah. And, uh, and and she loved it, man. She was such a fan. She thought it was such a great show, which I didn't know if she would like it or not, to be honest. Because yeah, I'm the I mean, music it, guy. It's a vibe, man. And it they, is. They're a, they're a heck of a rock band. No question about it. And then she's been a Driving and Crying fan since, well, we've been married for 21 years now. And I I told her, I was like, this is something you have to know. If you're moving yeah, to, to the southeast, true. you have to know Driving and Crying. This is Atlanta. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, man. So uh, welcome to the Braves Country Podcast, man. We appreciate you taking the time and and we're so excited about the show that's coming up at the fox theater which is going to be incredible i mean you know you started playing guitar at 11 years old formed your own band uh, official member of the allman brothers band which is another band that i uh, introduced my wife to she didn't grow up in the south she didn't know she knew but she didn't know she she knows now (laughs) there's different levels of knowing that's right yeah (laughs) that's exactly right and then you you founded tedeschi trucks band in 2010 with your uh incredibly talented wife and uh blues singer 
Susan Tedeschi. You guys are doing this great show. Coming back to Atlanta, the fabulous Fox Theater, two nights in July, the 15th and 16th. It's a perfect time to be talking about Braves baseball and Southern music with the one and only Derek Trucks here on Braves Country. Yes, sir. I've seen you on stage playing guitar with the Braves hat on since you were a very young man, so I know that, like me, being a music guy <laughs> and a Braves fan, that and getting a chance to be here on the Braves Radio Network is kind of a big deal, right? How does it feel to be on Skip Carey's Airwaves? You know, I mean, I've been I've been listening since I was a child, so it's, uh, it, it's pretty great. It's been a fun few years to be a Braves fan, too. I mean, I was going to games as a probably five, six years old, we'd drive up from Jacksonville at least once a year and catch a game at uh, Fulton County back in the day. So um, it's been fun watching the uh, the long rise and the little bit of a fall, and then now we're back uh, we're back in contention every year, which has it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, no Now doubt. my son's old enough and my kids are old enough to be fans too, so that's been a that's been a different level of it. I can so relate to this. I mean, literally, as we we're speaking, my son is uh, he just turned 18, and he's uh, he's going to be a senior in high school next year as the school year starts but he wants to play college baseball and that's that's what we've really bonded over his entire life is the game of baseball and specifically the Braves is that kind of the, the same way with y'all I mean it's a big part of it my son pitched all the way through high school nice. and, uh, and he's at Florida State now but he's uh you know we got into baseball card collecting together too so that's been fun and uh you know it's it's great when you have a Ronald Acuna or a, yeah. even this kid Michael Harris has been fun to watch Holy too man smokes. So. yeah he <laughs> totally has we're loading up. What about Kyle? You because you bring up Florida State, a college football. You a big college football fan too? Yeah, I grew up Florida State fan. My uncle Butch, who played uh, drums in the Almond Brothers, founding member. He he went to Florida State for a little while, so we grew up. That was our that was our school. So those were fun years, man. The Bobby Bowden years and the uh, Bobby Cox years right. were, uh, were quite fun. <laughs> now, Derek, uh, you, you always have such a busy touring and recording schedule. Are you able to get to many game? Were you able to enjoy the World Series win last year? You know, we we snuck out for uh, for the three games in Atlanta, so that was a uh, that was a thrill. Um, had never had never seen the Braves in the series. I was all the the year the '90s years. We were always gone and unable to make any of those games. So that that was pretty intense. Got to bring my wife and kids to to the three games and yeah we were watching we were watching every pitch of that series yeah no doubt our studios are here at the battery and the look down on the right field gate it's unbelievable to see what it was like here it was absolutely bonkers during the yeah, world it was, series it was pretty incredible it was. We, we ran into greg maddox in the elevator at the hotel and then ended up hanging with otis nixon it turns what? out he was married to three different soul singers so when he heard sue sing he was <laughs> all Get about it it, wow. was, it was it was quite a night quite fun dude that's awesome that's a bond that, that Braves baseball kind of pulls together that, that you never who would have saw that coming yeah it's pretty funny and, and you know one of my big mentors and uh, great friends who we've since lost uh, Colonel Bruce Hampton he was uh, he mm-hmm. was such a baseball head I mean I used to sit in the van with him and just I'd have a baseball almanac and I'd ask him uh, you know 1967 who led the league in strikeouts who led the <laughs> national league <laughs> right? I'll just go and he knew all he knew all of it he was uh, he was incredible so we go to games with him and I mean I remember I remember, I remember sitting in, uh, in, it was Tipitina's down in New Orleans in the dressing room watching the, the World Series when Joe Carter beat us with <laughs> that home run up in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Me and Curdle talked about that for 20 years. <laughs> we, it's nice having a, a baseball bond with, uh, with some of your musical heroes, too. Man, uh, you know who told us that you were a huge Braves fan is your buddy uh, down at the big house, Richard Brent. He came up here and did the Braves Country podcast with us, and he brought Dwayne Allman's gold Son. Oh, yeah, I th- that's pretty incredible piece you, right there. Did you hear about that? He uh, he brought it up from Macon, and we the Braves brought 
brass arranged for the 2021 World Series trophy to be placed on top of the dugout here. And uh, we got a special photo of it taken by uh, Southern <laughs> Southern documentarian uh, Adam Smith. And uh, we're really excited. It's on our Facebook the page. The guitar and the trophy. Golden symbols of Southern success. What do you what, what do you think incredible. about that? Isn't it kind of neat that that guitar still tours like that? Yeah, you know, we uh, Richard started bringing that guitar out maybe a decade or so ago, and so it, it's been on the stage with the Almond Brothers a bit, and I played it out with uh, on stage with Clapton and with this band, and it's uh, it's a pretty magical instrument. He he actually found the guitar that came off the the line one the one serial number before it, so it was the guitar that was made the same day as that one. Uh, somebody brought it to the big house because they thought it was really close to Dwayne, so I, I ended up purchasing that one, so I have the sister guitar. Awesome, <laughs> that's incredible. It's pretty incredible, so, uh, but yeah, that thing has a vibe, man. I mean, it was on the Layla Records, so. Yeah, that's, that's top <laughs> of the line a pretty there. big deal. And then, and then the fact that you played it with Clapton after that. I had to break that guitar out with him. He was, it's funny, he was mildly intimidated by the guitar, like it, you could tell when I told him what it was, it definitely uh, memories were flooding back that's for sure. Uh, Derek Trucks, I also heard that uh, somebody said your great-grandfather was a professional baseball player. Is that true? Yeah, uh, Virgil Trucks. He pitched for, I believe, 16 years in the majors. Um, he, he was incredible um, for Detroit mostly. Um, but, I mean, he had two no-hitters in one season. I think 1952 wow. he threw two no-hitters. I think back-to-back starts. Um, he, he was something. Fastball pitcher. Led the league in strikeouts a few times. And uh, he was, uh, he was a, a amazing customer. I got to hang with him a few times when he was in his 90s and uh wow. that dude had stories for days he was running partners with satchel page when they were what? on the kansas city uh a's together and uh the st louis browns they were on together which was uh, a team that got ran out of town by the cardinals right, <laughs> right. But, but yeah he, he uh he was something man he was really something he lived in birmingham um at one he was on the yankees for one season so at one point he was the oldest living yankee That's, he started seeing his name pop up That's on cool. espn and stuff but uh, yeah virgil was he was really something now have you and your sons collected all of the virgil trucks baseball cards that are out there do you have yeah that we, stuff? we've tracked them down and a few baseballs and i actually found his uh his st louis browns jersey from 1956 the wow. pants and the jersey and the hat and uh pr- pretty wild where do you go to find that i mean I, where do you begin I mean, I, I had feelers out for about 15 years before I got a call. And it was actually through somebody that worked with the Almond Brothers. Somebody had reached out to them and uh, thought that maybe somebody in our family would be interested in it. And I was like, you were correct. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> you found the guy. Super amazing. You know, you're on the road with your wife, had the band together, as I mentioned, for 10 years. How much better is it for you and your family and you know, your marriage and, and everything when you're able to create music and be on the road with your wife and your life still is surrounded with your family. I mean, it's pretty incredible. I mean, we're, we're really fortunate to do what we do. I mean, there, you know, there's times where it's uh, it's difficult, especially when our kids were younger, because you're, uh, yeah. you know, when you're when you're away, that's probably the, the one regret you have doing what we do. Um, but our kids are up and out now, so this is the first tour where we're empty nesting, so that <laughs> there's no uh, <laughs> there's no guilt of being gone. So that's right. pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our kids are going to school in Central Florida and Florida State, so uh, yeah, it's an empty house when we're gone. So th- this is a uh, the first tour where we feel that freedom. What are, what are empty nesters <laughs> to do like on the road? Because I know, like my wife and I will, you know, occasionally because our son's a senior, but he's basically on his own. I mean, he drives everywhere and he tells us when he's coming and going versus asking these days, you know. But you know, like for 
for us, a date night is a you know just a downtown Alpharetta, Georgia, and a quick dinner, and and usually in bed by nine o'clock. Yeah, I mean we're we're out here with uh, I mean there's twelve in the band, there's twenty five with crew, and we're out with Los Lobos and Gabe Dixon and his band. So it, it's kind of a traveling circus out here, a traveling party. So um, date night is a night off in Geneva, New York last night, and just <laughs> seeing what's open late. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> That's what we do. Hey, Derek Trucks, uh, I think it's awesome that the Tedeschi Trucks Band has 12 members, and sometimes I've seen up to 17 players on stage that I've counted, and I, you've really created like that big band <coughs> feel, but and you're crossing <coughs> over into all these genres that you're into. But man, that's a big hotel bill, too, uh, coming as a former <laughs> tour manager. You know, I wonder, what's it like uh, to have that large of a touring family on the road? When we had this idea to do it, um, definitely our, our manager and uh, booking agent and people that have done this for years thought we were completely insane. Right, right. <laughs> like, that's a lot of people. But there's something about it, man. There's something about that sound, and there's something about the uh, – I mean, you just feel like you're rolling into town with a small army. It's a it's a pretty amazing feeling, and it's a great hang. I mean, so much of it is it has to be the right personalities, and the chemistry has to be right. So we've been, you know, we've, we've been at it a long time, and you kind of meet people along the way that you think you want to play with, and um, this was the time to kind of try it all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is it's kind of a throwback in a way. No one really does that anymore um, because it isn't really economical. But we <laughs> yeah. also don't really care. Like, we, we know we're lifers, and this is what we're going to do and it's so it's kind of a uh, quality of life quality of music and those are the things that we kind of uh, focus on so but yeah it's a hefty hotel bill every night days off are expensive sure <laughs> right. so we don't take many of them Derek trucks of the tedeschi trucks band here on the braves country podcast on the atlanta braves radio network they'll be at the fox theater here in beautiful atlanta georgia two nights friday and saturday july 15th and 16th make sure you get your tickets now shows will sell out tedeschi or foxtheater.org i'm a man of faith man i wear my faith on my sleeve i'm not afraid of it i don't run from it scott and i have talked a lot about this on the show and how important it is to stay centered and 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 walk with god and i've heard right before each show every night you lead a a prayer you leave the band in prayer what can you tell us about that kind of moment and and why do you do that we don't always go straight prayer but we always have a moment where i mean we rehearse right up to showtime every night we get the band together but I, we always just think it's important to have the band kind of i mean there's so many of us everyone's heads in so many different places it's, mm-hmm. it's important to have that time before you hit the stage just where you're you're just kind of locked in in the same headspace now when i was out with clapton he would do that every night there okay. would be a he would do a band prayer before he hit the stage every night but i think it's the same thing you just kind of you need to check in um kind of with each other and make sure you're on the same page before you go out and do what we do but yeah I've, I've been in bands where you don't see each other for hours until you hit the stage and it definitely takes a minute to uh to lock in when you're, <laughs> when yeah, you're not spending time with each other so so we're you know this band communication and 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 those things are, are important that's kind of the way we why we play the way we play so um having those moments before you hit the stage are uh, incredibly important this episode of braves country is sponsored by our braves fan friends down at century 21 solomon properties in savannah georgia servicing the historic downtown savannah area the island area and atlanta's beach beautiful tybee island georgia call joel solomon today 912-604-0896 that's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the georgia coast 
Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Derek, you're returning to the Fox Theater as we're talking about here today. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, our mutual friend, Colonel Bruce Hampton, God rest his soul. You know, that was already such a special place, uh, the Fox, steeped in Southern musical history. And now, you know, of course, it's, as you know intimately, it's the stage where Colonel Bruce passed away. And you and your wife and, and Kevin were all on stage with him when that happened. So does that now make the Fox stage even more important to you and Southern music history? And would you tell us what Colonel Bruce Hampton's friendship and guidance, you know, meant to you over the years? I mean, you know, the Colonel changed my life and probably everybody on that stage um, that was with him that night, he had the same effect on them. I mean, he was he was just a mentor on so many levels. He used to always say, I'm, I'm a minor league baseball coach. I'm just getting you guys ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was, man. He, yeah. he just, people came through him and he, he made them better people and better players and uh, um, but yeah, I mean, he's that was one of the toughest losses I think any of us went through because you just he was he was such a presence and and that important to everybody. And then you know when he when he went out in front of us on stage, it was uh, it was a lot to process, a lot to take in. And I mean, it spun some of the people out that were on the stage that night. It took him a while to kind of reset from that. But it, it, there was something there was something that felt very right about it, and just in the sense that he was surrounded by people that just adored him, you know, and loved him, and. I can't think of a better way to go out, really. Um, but, yeah, it, it definitely – the Fox has a different feeling now um, after that. I mean, it, the first few times we came back after that, it was intense. I mean, getting mm-hmm. back on that stage and, um, and you know, it's that way every time. So, there's yeah, there's definitely uh, – there's extra energy in the room, and, you know, you can't help but be thinking about them while you're up there. And, you know, and that kind of goes for – my uncle and Greg and all the people that I've played on that stage with, Yonrico Scott and Kofi and Count and Butu, these are all members of my band of, or the Amens that we've lost since then, but all people that we've spent time on that stage with and, uh, and a lot of people that were there that night uh, with Colonel. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, there's, no, there's no stage like it in the, in the world for me. For me. It's, uh, there's, a lot, yeah, there's a lot tied to it. Man, <laughs> that is, about it. That's important stuff, and it's incredible. And, uh, and I think you're honoring all of those folks and especially colonel bruce every time you play really and uh but especially when you step out onto that fox theater stage yeah and, no, uh, we'll be thinking about him no doubt about that and I, I love that the tedeschi trucks band plays two nights and multiple nights when you're on tour it's always a big goal for touring artists to get to that level and two nights here in atlanta at the fox on the weekend of 15 and 16 july i also see you got two nights at red rocks uh seven night stand at the wow. beacon in new york and then a three night stand in london it's kind of like a baseball team i mean you get into a venue for a series of shows and you can really sink into it and get a lot done and and tell us how multiple night stands help artists to get settled in and, and what it means to you you know to be able to tour like that 
I mean, you know, when I was doing that, the Almond Brothers would do long stands up at the Beacon Theater, and that's kind of when the light bulb went off for me. Is there's there's just something that a band is forced to be more creative when you're playing the same venue multiple times. There's you'll see faces that are out front for every single show, so you uh, you really have to dig in. And we play a lot of different material when we're doing the multi-night stands. We don't repeat many tunes at all. Um, sometimes we go four or five shows without repeating a song when we're doing the Beacon, and I, I just feel like it really pushes the band in the best sense is kind of when you're at your best and there's something about being able to dial in the sound to a theater over multiple nights it just it feels like it gets better and better as the as the run goes and then you know we come back to these venues every year and that's part of it too you really you learn a lot of things when you when you play a place uh, over and over and you know we'll we'll dial in the pa and we'll you know we'll think about the gear we're bringing because of the venue so it's uh that's really a nice thing the summer tour is great we're, we're hitting a lot of amphitheaters and it's one night and you're kind of sticking and moving but uh, i think the fox in atlanta is the only time we'll be doing multiple nights on the run so that's we're, we're looking forward to that and it being a hometown i mean it'll yeah. be uh it'll be a special gig and and the foxes i mean we just did a fox theater up in detroit and i think there's one in st louis and they're all built around the same time same crew that built them um and there's, there's nothing like it man it really feels like there's a few theaters in europe that have a similar feel but um the fox theaters are just special places no question about it i've been reading about this new studio album and, and film project that Tedeschi Trucks Band is in the middle of releasing I Am The Moon. Four albums, four corresponding films. It seems like a uh, pretty big task. I mean, most people struggle to get, you know, one album out and you guys are doing four in a movie. <laughs> You know, we had uh, we had 20 months without a gig with, during the lockdown pandemic, right in the thick of it. So um, we're not used to free time at all. So you give us that much free time, a lot's going <laughs> to get Got to fill it. So, yeah, it, it, it was amazing, though, man. Uh, Mike Madison, who uh, was with my solo band and is with this band, incredible songwriter, singer, just really thoughtful guy. He, he had the idea early, early in the lockdown for all the songwriters in the band to kind of dig into the same source material, just something to be thinking about when we weren't together and uh and he had the idea of the Layla Majnun uh poem which kind of inspired uh some people say it inspired Romeo and Juliet. It inspired the wow. Layla record that Clapton did. Um, but I'd never read the source poem, and there was just so much in there. And it, a lot of it was just isolation and all the things that everyone in the world was kind of going through at the time. So it seemed like a, a, a good thing to do. So everyone dug into that, and we could finally get together down in our studio. There was just song ideas for days. Everyone had been kind of chewing on the same thoughts and poem. And, and then uh, a lot of great songs started coming out. Of it and then the project kind of took on a life of its own. You start you're writing for the thing and um, before we realized what we were doing, we had 24, or 25 songs that we had written. So we just started recording them, we, not knowing what we were going to do. We didn't have, we weren't planning on making a record. There were no gigs in sight. You know, it was just kind of that weird <clears throat> pattern we were in there for a while. So we just kept hanging. Everyone kind of moved into our house and studio, and um, we all lived down there together and just did a, a lot of writing. And um, the next thing we knew, we had. Uh, we had material for four records and we just felt it broke out better that way um, and once we started putting the visuals with it it just um, yeah it just kind of became its own little universe but it's been really fun playing the new material and it's all it's all really holding up live and it, you know it, it really was a good shift for the band I think we needed a hard reset after losing Kofi and um, just you know kind of needed to rethink things and uh, and you know the the world forced that on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. This this project kind of did that for us too, in a in you know a, 
a less traumatic way yeah. <laughs> than no gigs. Yeah, right. And are you showing the films at the, some of these shows? You know, the the film, we've been releasing the records film first, kind of airing it for free for a few nights before the record comes out. So people have been watching that on, I think, YouTube Live, the premieres mm-hmm. have been. And then we're showing some of the footage during the show on screens, on the venues that have screens. But they're, they're doing a few select airings of the of the movies in, in theaters. I think we're doing one up in New Jersey here on a day off. And um, so I'm looking forward to that. It, it should be fun. Going to have the whole band in for uh, for the viewing of the first two films and a, a Q&A, which should be uh, should be high comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully everyone makes it out. Derek Trucks on the uh, Braves Country podcast of the Braves Radio Network, and you can get I Am The Moon tickets to the Fox Theater shows and find out more about the rest of their tour at TedeschiTrucksBand.com. And uh, Derek Trucks, our mutual friend C.J. Strzok uh, says hello. He's a longtime booking agent for the Allman Brothers, as you know. He told me that that you built a recording studio behind your house. And I wonder, is that a private studio for your projects only, or is this an entre- entrepreneurial endeavor, or uh, are you producing records back there? What's going on in the backyard, man? You know, it, it's probably 95% just our projects, just because it's at our, in our home or near our home. Um, but we've had a few friends down there to do records. Actually, Dickie Betts' son, Dwayne Betts, was just down for about two and a half weeks doing a record. And um, we've done some stuff with Amy Ray from the Indigo Girls. And our good friend Paul Riddle from Marshall Tucker was just down there doing some stuff. So we have friends of ours we'll, we'll let in occasionally. But, it's, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a home studio. But we've, we've done every record since the last record with my solo band, in that studio it's really turned into an incredible place incredible sounding place and i think there's two or three grammys that came out of that room which is pretty incredible yeah, that's <laughs> so amazing. Not, not what you're thinking when you're building a home studio but it's you know that i built that when i was doing the clapton tour and me and sue just decided that no we're not getting any new cars lifestyle's not changing let's build a studio right <laughs> there you go so that was that, that was partly thanks to him before we wrap up because we love southern cooking we talk about it on every episode we love some bourbon to here you're a fan of both of those so uh, are there any local spots that you have the bus stop when you're touring across the southeast whether it's atlanta or jacksonville or wherever you know just those spots that you always stop when you're in town uh, your mom and pop restaurants barbecue restaurants soul food spots do you have recommendations because we always ask everybody that's on i mean we're, we're constantly on the search this this uh there's a good half of the band that are like solid eaters <laughs> <laughs> that's how we plan our days off so. right. there's a great place north side in jacksonville called chowder that does it's fresh caught right out of the ocean and they, they do incredible just kind of down home stuff one of the best meals i've had in uh probably a few years sean brock has a new place in nashville called audrey mm-hmm. that is just out i mean it's insane one of the best meals i've ever had pretty incredible but yeah we're, we're always on the search if, if we're not barbecuing on the days off we're looking for somebody that does <laughs> where did you say chowder ted's was is that jacksonville yeah that's in okay. jacksonville yep or fernandina beach area and also we hear that you're a bourbon connoisseur so we got to hear your top three bourbon brands what are you what are you drinking tonight right now i mean i'm a weller fan i I love any Uh, of the wellers the special reserve the weller 12 years kind of favorite um it's getting hard to find any good bourbon anymore everyone's snatching it up we used to whatever we would drive through georgia we would load up any of the weeded bourbons i'm i'm a fan of we we did a a barrel pick up at uh, buffalo trace for a weller foolproof that was uh, pretty amazing (laughs) so that's been that's been keeping us going johnny drum's pretty solid too for a a findable bourbon that won't break the bank okay (laughs) that's what what we're looking for these days here here i know the feeling man one of my favorites is called jefferson's ocean and oh yeah it's the you know they put it on the sea going i was in the navy so i you know picked up urban there and, and rum too for that matter but 
It, the reason I like it is because they put it on the seagoing ship in the oak barrels, and so the you know the the bourbon is always touching the oak barrel, and it is I think it's delicious. It's it, for my blood, it's like eighty bucks, so it's only like a that's a like a birthday gift one. You know, I don't get that one often. <laughs> While we're here on the Braves Radio Network, just before we close up here, um, I want to talk to you more about your Braves fandom, and I'm hoping maybe you'll come in and see us sometime when the when you uh, got a little bit off time. Maybe uh, you could bring your son, or maybe some of your baseball card collection, and we could talk about that kind of thing, or uh, a guitar yeah. even. That's that seems like be, a better, yeah. that would be like a better yeah, idea. Yeah. Put cars in the guitar case. Yeah, the whole thing. I, I wondered if you'd tell Braves fans, uh, who are your top Braves players of all time? I mean, when when I was playing Little League on all, the back of all of my cars, it has your favorite player, and it was Dale Murphy. Like, oh. that was my yes, sir. That was my guy out of the gate. But then those early 90s years were just so much fun. Um, I mean, it, it was there was a time where Dave Justice was the guy. I, I loved when Dion was on the team. Me too. Yeah. Being a Florida State fan. Yeah, <laughs> that for was, sure. That was incredible. I mean, the last handful of years have really been a, a blast. I mean, when when Freeman came along yeah. um, and he was here as long as he was, just an incredible player. Ozzy Albies is uh, love that is kid. hard to beat. But, I, you know, I'm a historical guy, too. I mean, the, even pre-Atlanta Braves, just you can't you can't not put Hank in no, there or not. even Eddie Matthews That's and right. those guys. Those were those were the mythical characters when I was a kid. And when, you know, I, I got to be at the stadium a few times when Hank Aaron was being honored and there's just nothing quite like that indeed that is the case as a matter of fact Hank Aaron's grandson is coming on the Braves Country podcast soon his name is Ray and he's got incredible stories about his grandfather we can't wait to share with Braves fans but uh, make but sure amazing yeah I know yeah, it's I, terrific I got one one more moment yeah. I gotta say is the the World Series when uh when Dusty Baker uh, got stood out of the uh, <laughs> out of the dugout and was given the nod to Hank's family, that that was pretty yeah. intense, man. That, yeah. that was a baseball moment right there. Gosh, totally. it is, man. Nothing more America than rock and roll, apple pie, and the Atlanta Braves baseball, but the Atlanta <laughs> Braves, right. truly. Braves fans, make sure you get the new album and film project, I Am the Moon, and get your tickets to see the Tedeschi Trucks Band at the Fox Theater here in Atlanta. An entire tour is on sale, and you can get tickets before they sail out. Uh, Derek Trucks, such an honor to talk with you, man. Uh, Please come visit the Braves Radio Network anytime you're here, and we would love to have you back in. Like I said, talk about uh, guitars and songs and bring the kids, and we'll spend some time here at the stadium. But uh, you're part of the Braves Country family and the Braves Country uh, podcast on the Braves Radio Network. Thank you so much. I'm in. I'm in. We appreciate it. It's good to have you, you, Derek. God bless you, brother. Go Braves. Thanks, thanks, guys. See you, man. Bye-bye. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. 